Good morning, happy Thursday. I am so excited today to talk about this topic, which is feeling great at fluctuating body weights. So we're going to talk about ways that we measure um, our body weight and track progress. We're gonna talk about all those different uh, metrics. And then we're going to just talk about how muscle is a little bit different from fat as far as body composition. And um, I'm super excited. Rhonda is going to be joining us here. Here she comes. Um, anyway, so we're going to be talking about how bodies change and then tips to help find acceptance and grace on yourself as your body changes and you see different weights on the scale. Good morning, Rhonda. There she is. Good morning. How are you doing? I am doing good. How are you? I love the lipstick. Thank you. <laughs> Love it. Doing good. Just tagging a friend who requested this topic. Yay! And I'm really excited to talk about it as well. Yes, I'm so excited. Okay, I have I have two pages of notes here, and I also have a um, an image that I'm going to show here on my iPad. Show you guys. Right. Um, but let's just. I want to start talking about this as um, just a description of. The different ways that we track the most common ways um, so I want to talk about BMI body fat and then our scale weight specifically um, and then a little bit when we talk about body fat I want to go into kind of what that really measures because um, I think that's important to understand as well when you're looking at your body and you know when you see fat or you think if you're measuring your body fat like what does that really mean so yes um, awesome. let's okay yeah super excited let's start it off um, with, I guess let's go BMI. So, um, do you know what that stands for? I'm pretty sure you do. Body mass index yes. is what BMI stands for. And that value is derived from the height and body mass of a person. Yes. So not measuring the body fat directly because it's, you can't do that. <laughs> no yeah, so body, or I'm sorry, BMI, um, I'm sure you've seen it pulled out at a doctor's office. It's this chart that takes your height, takes your weight, and then it groups you into this is your body fat or this is your, your body mass index, and you're either yes. overweight or underweight or overweight. And, um, and is age included in that as well? No. Okay. So that's just simply to... Uh, you know, variance from your, yeah. yourself. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. There, um, so what I don't like about BMI, and I know Rhonda's heard me say this and I've said it on here before, is that it does not take into account your body fat directly, just like um, Rhonda said. So if you can be 150 pounds and you can be, you know, solid muscle, but it's going to tell you that you're overweight when right. it's not taken into account that composition. Um, or, it's you know, not. on the flip side, you can be 150 pounds and have zero like lean muscle mass and it's all fat, and then you're considered overweight as well. So um, it's just not a good, not a good gauge. Um, right. Cause you've seen, you've seen power lifters, you know, they're typically a little bit shorter, very stocky and strong. On a BMI um, chart, they're gonna be told that they're overweight. Yeah. But are they really? No. <laughs> Right. It's a super flawed uh, measurement system. So yes. it may seem like, oh, well, you know, straight to the point. But yeah, right. as we said, definitely has its flaws. So there's many ways you can take your body <laughs> fat. And that's yes. important to recognize. 
Yes. So speaking of body fat, um, it can be measured a handful of ways, just like you mentioned, but skin fold calipers are really popular. So we went over this in our how to take your measurements. Um, and those are calipers that pinch your skin folds when you pull away from the muscle. Um, yeah. You can do bod pod. I mean, there's so many different ways. We don't need to go into that. But I do want to talk about what the body fat is measuring and how it's categorized typically. So you have essential body fat, which is crucial for your body's functioning. So this body fat that you literally need to survive. Um, And that in men, for men, it's three to five percent essential body fat and for women it's 8 to 12 percent and it's up in women because we are child bearing so we actually need a little bit more to support making a life right right yes (laughs) so that is why there's a little bit of a difference there Um, and then there's also the non-essential body fat which is your storage fat or adipose tissue so that's really what you can change Um, and then we have athletic. So if you're looking at body fat percentages for you know a typical athlete, it's somewhere between five and 13% for men, and for women, um, 12 to 20%. Okay. So, and that's for considered, be, to be considered athletic um, as far as your body, body fat percentage. And then um, you have what's recommended, um, and I only took the numbers on recommended for 34 years old and below. Um, There are different recommendations for older ages, and then those are going to go up a little bit more. Um, But for 34 years or younger, men, your recommended body fat is 8 to 22%, and for women, it's 20 to 35%. Um, And that's kind of a a long range there, so just take that with a grain of salt. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And then keep in mind, like, all this is relative to you individually and what makes you feel good. This is just what's out there, the charts, the recommendations, stuff like that. Um, And so typically when we do track progress and measurements, it's, it's BMI, it's body fat, and it's the scale weight. So scale weight is probably the number one thing that women especially are looking at right the yes. scale the scale the scale and it will determine if you're gonna have a good day or a bad day right, <laughs> right. <laughs> oh so i i already know the answer to this but i'll just have you um you read that first one so what does our body fluctuate on average daily and far as far as pounds daily fluctuates five to six pounds okay yes. and that's throughout the day it depends on what you're eating um even your sleep can affect that. What mm-hmm. fluid intake you're, you're um, intaking. What, Rhonda? Uh, <laughs> anyways, and it's really important when we go over things like how to keep your measurements and um, keep track of what you're doing. We always mention right. that you should measure your weight the same time. And, right. Okay. Words, yeah. words are hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, measuring your weight at the same time every day. And then, so yes. the best is first thing in the morning before you eat or drink anything. Um, right. And then ideally naked, or if you're going to be wearing something, wear the same thing every day. I mean, it's only going to fluctuate or change it just a little bit by maybe a couple ounces. But if you're wearing shoes, that's a good pound, just to say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you're measuring exactly. yourself, weighing yourself with shoes on, I would suggest just barefoot. Yeah, because if you weigh yourself in the morning and then two weeks later you're like, oh my gosh, I forgot to weigh myself this morning, uh, I'll do it in the afternoon, and you're like four pounds difference, and then that could really mess with your head, but you need to remember exactly. that 
just do it the next morning. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> because you'll probably of, be surprised. Yeah, because of those fluctuations and those variances um, with what you know what you're eating. And just to, I don't have it with me, but my gallon jug of water that I drink every day is 8.6 pounds. Yeah. So, and granted, I'm going to be urinating a lot of that out, but still, that's 8.6 pounds of fluid I'm putting in my body. Like, yes. measuring in the evening is just, it can totally, like you said, it can totally mess with your mind. Um, it can. And depending, yeah. I know we're, go, I'm go, keep going like a little off track here, but depending on what your workload is, like, um, yeah. my best friend, Kayla Ann, is a firefighter and she's probably in taking a lot of fluids throughout the day right. to keep up with her physical demand. And that can change the way everything right. looks. Totally. Yeah. And then you can account for your fluid loss with through sweat and through urine, like we talked about. I mean, it's just this balancing act. So, um, and everybody's different. So super important to remember that huge fluctuate, uh, fluctuation of up to six pounds a day, maybe more dependable. So, um, and that's based off of eating, drinking and, um, and exercise and your sleep, uh, routine. So important to keep in mind. And important too for women, um, (laughs) for women especially, your period can affect your weight. So three to five pounds generally um, is a normal weight gain during your period, and that all has to do with your hormones, water retention. um, It can do with uh, your cravings and what you're giving into, so what you're eating. And just remember when you're eating more carbs, which typically we're craving carbs uh, when we're PMSing. Um, those are going to hold more water in them than, let's say, protein or fat. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And that can last several days, you know, throughout your time. <laughs> yeah. And that's and then that's true, too, for ovulation. Um, so not to get too much into all that, but it's worth noting that as a woman, you just have much more going at you than men do, so to speak, when you're looking at your weight and, and you're taking those measurements. Um, yeah. So the next thing I want to talk about is muscle versus fat. And I do have a fun little graphic here for us. Um, So so (laughs) a lot of times I hear, you know, oh, muscle weighs more than fat. Well, the truth is muscle does not weigh more than fat. One pound of fat is one pound of muscle. One pound is one pound. So it's funny how that quote like took on like this crazy thing. I'm like, no, I always, I always chuckle when I hear that. I chuckled. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. What, I think pretty sure one pound is one pound across the board. But what's different is yes. the composition of it. And that is what I want to show. Let's see if I can get this without the ring light in the way. Yep. But this is five yep. pounds of fat and this is five pounds of muscle. So they weigh the same. However, their composition is much different because um, muscle is dense. It can take up smaller space. Fat is not dense, it's just bigger. Um, So that's where you see a huge difference in the way your body looks. The scale might say 140 pounds, 160 pounds, whatever, and your clothes can fit totally different. They can be loose and baggy, and you're like, what the hell, why is the scale not going down? And that's because you're seeing that shift from fat to more lean muscle, and it's still the same weight, it just looks different. Exactly. So important to point out. That's life changing right there because you could be beating yourself up wondering why the scale is saying a certain number and you're relying solely on the scale. Right. 
Yeah, let's let's get away from that. Exactly. Let's get away from that. And just like in our previous live that we did on how to take measurements, there's so many different ways to track your progress that's stepping away from the scale that I think is more helpful and beneficial for our minds. Because I know from my personal experience, stepping on the scale every single day, especially when I was doing my competition, it will mess with your brain so much. And like I said earlier, it can ruin your day, ruin your day. And it's just not worth it. No. So this is really important to talk about. One pound is one pound. Super (laughs) important. Yes, muscle does not weigh more than fat. It takes up less space than fat and it's more dense, giving it the appearance of it weighing more, but it really doesn't. Um, Right. And let's see, another thing I want to talk about is how our bodies change. Um, So we can, I guess, just tag team these bullet points. Um, I will let you go first, Rhonda. Okay, so obviously we're all completely individual people. We've got age factors, genetics, your lifestyle, your nutrition intake, all those things play a role in your body's appearance and everybody everybody is different like two people could be on the same um uh diet and when i say diet i mean like lifestyle eating lifestyle Mm -hmm. and still look completely different because of lots of other factors going on in their life so that's important to take note of totally um and then so this next one that i want to talk about is really important and it's something that i learned the hard way on my own personal journey is once you achieve the look or the size or the weight whatever it is, once you achieve that, it's not something that you have forever. It's not like you get an award, a tangible item, and you hold on to it and you have it forever. Whatever it is that you're trying to get, your weight or your pant size or the look, you know, that's something that you achieve it, but you have to be able to maintain it. And that's not always going to work. Um, And what I mean by that is injury, surgery, illness, Um, life changes, stressors, you know, a death in the family, there's all these factors in your life that can kind of attack that thing that you achieved. And what's helped me is um, knowing how to just have grace with myself. Like think of the pandemic, like how many people out there put on a couple extra pounds, right? During the pandemic because gyms (laughs) closed, Uh, food was scarce there for a little bit, you know? I mean, it's okay to change for your body to change and just like Rhonda said with the first bullet point so age genetics lifestyle nutrition um age is going to play a factor in how your body starts to look having a baby changes your body even after you lose the baby weight like your body's just different so I think um just having an awareness that our bodies do change over time and achieving the look or the weight one time doesn't mean it lasts forever and there's always going to be a journey there's always going to be highs and lows and work to put in or rest to take yes and there's something that we've mentioned a couple times before um correct me as i try to spit this out but (laughs) you're not ever starting over you're starting from experience starting from experience thank you yes say say that (laughs) again for everyone just in case you missed it say it again So you're never starting over. If you think that you've been derailed completely, you're not starting over. You're starting from experience. Yes, 100%. Words to live by. Oh my gosh, I love it. Um, Okay, so a few more things we're going to talk about. Um, 
progress, just a little bit of ways to how, how to measure progress and then contentment and some tips for body acceptance throughout your weight fluctuations. So yes. um, let's see, I will uh, let you go over progress, a couple okay. bullet points there and then I'll handle contentment. So we've talked about um, taking measurements and keeping track of your, uh, your not your goals, your, yeah, your progress basically. Progress, yeah. um, and your physical self, you know, like taking your measurements, um, you know, doing your scale if you want to, but you don't mm -hmm. have to. There's like, you can track your mile time, how you feel, uh, right. how much sleep you're getting, what quality right. of sleep you're getting and your mental state and everything and all those factors combined. But it's really important to remember that even if you do pull from the BMI or a scale and all these things you can com combine them all and, and go off of each one's variables, but never tell yourself that it's an exact thing, you know, right. because then you'll be kind of setting yourself up for failure and yeah. setting yourself up for like a mental battle that you really don't deserve <laughs> to go through. <laughs> right. And, exactly. Um, there are more exact sciences like the bod pod. And a lot of people may not have access to that, especially right now. Um, but eventually, maybe that's something that you could do and get closer to the exact number if you really want it. Right. But also, give yourself some grace and some, <laughs> you know, wiggle room, yes. so to speak. <laughs> yes, yes, please do. <laughs> um, okay, so we talked a little about progress, um, all those different ways. Um, and then one thing I want to mention is contentment. So contentment as a definition um, is a state of happiness and satisfaction. So finding contentment in your body um, now, what this means for me is aiming for contentment, um, overall body, your exercise life, whatever your exercise is that you do, finding contentment, finding that um, happiness and satisfaction, and then in your life overall. Yes. So um, beyond that, uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Like, I, I feel like if any of us go and put ourselves like force ourselves to do CrossFit because that's the new thing. And I remember when CrossFit came out, everyone did it. Even the people that had no exercise experience and they were getting injured and hurt. And it's just, yes. don't do those things. Find things that you enjoy, that you love, that you're good at, that make you feel good and do those things. Um, and let's see, detaching your self-worth from the scale. So yes. don't identify with your numbers, your scale weight, your body fat, any of that, because that doesn't really matter. Um, I mean, it does, right? Yes. <laughs> but detaching yourself from it, like don't identify with that. Um, you're so much more than a number on a scale. You're so much more. And I see I you, you're of, so excited just, about this. I just thought of something, Elaine, and you're gonna be like, what? I hope, okay. Think of the scale as a tool, not a rule. <laughs> Exactly. Yes, totally. It does not dictate anything. Just it is not a rule. Yes. Um, and it rhymes. The scale is yes. a tool, not yeah, a rule. Yeah, don't rule your life. Seriously. Yes. Yeah. Totally. Use it as a tool. That's what it's there for. It's not meant to, there to be um, like this force that can change your mood, you know? Right. <laughs> that's, yes, totally. That'd be terrible. Don't totally. Let, don't let yourself get sucked into that. <laughs> yes. And then just one more thing under contentment is um, happiness is not something you can chase. It's a choice that you make every day. Happiness is, you mean you can be going through a really shitty time, but you can still choose to be happy. Um, yeah. And so, I don't know, I that's something I like to try to think about and remind myself um, that, you know, I can still be happy at this weight. I can still love myself 
at this weight or whatever it is. Yeah. And we always talk about how everything is temporary. So, and if you, you know, um, if you, uh, oh my gosh, what's that quote that I love so much The change it, you're choosing it thing, but not necessarily. If you're not changing it, you're choosing it. Yeah. Not necessarily nailing it down to this, but just kind of in that whole realm. And I think it goes right into our tips for acceptance because, Um, comparison is such a huge deal and it's really easy to get sucked into, especially scrolling through your Instagram or wherever else you're looking. Um, I used to fall victim to it all the time, but over our lives and talking about it, I've definitely grown more from it and detached that feeling of comparison and especially listening to self-help books and, Mm -hmm. and, um, personal, um, what's it called? development personal development thank you yes (laughs) personal development and all that stuff it's so positive and powerful because now when I see those bodies that I used to compare myself to and say oh I'll never have that or oh she's so perfect and this and that and this now instead I have gratitude for what I do have but I also feel good for the person who does have what I want and I think of myself as you know oh well I could get that if I wanted to and maybe I will think of myself as having those thighs or whatever it is, you know, and think about it that way and, and be happy for that person and their health. Because for one, it's a, it's an angle. (laughs) (laughs) That picture that they've taken is, you know, at the, at the perfect angle and not everybody looks like that all the time. It's just impossible. It just doesn't happen. So it's important to feel gratitude for what you have, but also be happy for the other person. And in doing that, you'll bring back, what you want into right. your life, if that makes sense. Yeah, and that's something, so with the comparison, I know it's really hard to stop comparing. Um, I still struggle with it yeah. too. It's time, um, oh yeah. And especially that time of the month, I mean, or something's going on in your life, you've got stressors, you're gonna be more susceptible to that comparison. And just really what comparing is, is the quality of being similar or equivalent to someone. So you're yes. looking at how am I similar to her or him or whatever, or equivalent, am I as good as, um, and doing that, that self-comparison can lead to stress, depression, anxiety, and it can lead to lower self-esteem and cause you to do self-defeating choices. Yeah, self-defeating like choices. Go on a binge. Yeah, yes. go on a binge, stuff like that. And um, I think what we kind of talked about with contentment and um, the comparison is really putting things into perspective. Like you said, how and this is in here too under tips for body acceptance is that when you see a picture yeah. of someone, it's one angle, it's one split second, it's not how they always look, um, it's lighting, it's all the all these things or filter and yeah. um, comparing yourself to that. I mean, I don't know if you saw an unflattering picture of that person, you know, it'd be a totally different story. And just, and you know what, to, sorry to interrupt, but th- the thing that I love seeing right now is this, it's not really, a, oh, maybe it's a trend, but something that I've seen through social media, um, Instagram in particular is those fit, um, you know, the people whose names, and then they have the fit at the end, like her healing to fit those people have been showing those different sides of them. You know, it's yes. not always a perfect picture anymore. And I've just seen that recently in the past couple of weeks where I'll scroll through my favorite, um, motivational inspirational accounts and I yeah. see those different sides of them and they and they do a video or they do the picture slideshow and they're like hey this was taken under this lighting but look at what I look like over here exactly <laughs> yes like, it's so oh, yeah, they are a real person <laughs> so good yes it's totally I I've done a couple of those myself and I just yeah. 
I've always been open with it and I think that that's that's really great because we do see a lot of you know highlight reels and stuff um, so and that that's one of the things I wanted to mention is just be aware beware of social media what images and slogans and you know different things you're seeing out there and how they make you feel and know that it's okay to mute someone or unfollow them or unfriend them whatever you need to do to not see those images because if you're healing from something if you're really working on yourself and you're trying to develop that self-love sometimes it's more detrimental to see those things than it is helpful so it's okay to temporarily pause or mute whatever and don't feel bad about it like don't i do it i've done it you know and it's me too yeah. yeah, you got to do what you got to do. You got to think of you because at the end of the day, you live with yourself, nobody yes. else. <laughs> you right? are your longest relationship. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I like how you brought up personal development because it's one of the things I wanted to mention as part of body acceptance is working on yourself, working on that personal development, whether it's reading personal development books, self-help, um, self-growth books, or listening to podcasts, whatever it is, um, pretty much... Those have been monumental to me, especially like starting out with personal development. I had no idea, um, you know, well, what does that mean and where do I go? So one of the books I wanted to mention that really helped me was um, Girl, Wash Your Face by Rachel Hollis. Um, you, <laughs> you Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. The Power of Positive Thinking by Norman Vincent Peale. And anything by Brene Brown is really amazing. And then my favorite podcast when I first started out my personal development journey was the Joy Junkie podcast by Amy Smith. And those really helped me. And I know for you, Rhonda, I know you've mentioned Brendan Bruchard. Yes. He's like your number one. Um, Brooke Ends. Brooke Ends, yeah, <laughs> totally. Podcast, um, between the reps with Brooke and Gina. I love that. It's so good. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's, we have a few more minutes. Um, let's talk about clothes. So for body acceptance, I think it's important to wear clothes that make you feel good. Don't try to squeeze into your skinny jeans if you're having a bloated day from your period. Just don't do it because you're going to cause yourself <laughs> so much turmoil. Don't do it. <laughs> or throw them away. <laughs> throw them yeah. away. If they don't fit anymore, just throw them away so you don't even have the option. Out of sight, out of mind is so helpful. You know, buy a cute outfit that you just feel so good in. And I think that's really important as your body changes, as you grow or shrink, whatever. Having those staple items that you just feel confident and you feel good. Because that, when you feel good, it's going to show. And people are going to see that. And it's just going to help, help so much. Yep. And it'll be be like a domino effect in your own psyche throughout the yes, day. Totally. And plus if you've got um I'm gonna just use this analogy of like clutter in your wardrobe. If you've got clothes that don't fit or they're too big or too uh small or whatever the case may be, that's also clutter in your mind, you know? Right. And it affects yeah. you. Totally. Yeah, totally, totally affects you. Um and then one of the things I've found to help um, is daily affirmations and gratitude. And one of the ways to throw in some affirmations that might be hard at first if you really struggle with finding any sort of love or likeness for yourself is anytime you walk by a mirror, compliment yourself. That can be really hard. Or if you have a negative thought like, oh, I hate my thighs, they're too thick or whatever. Um, anytime you catch yourself in that, turn it around and make yourself 
challenge yourself to find three things that you do like about yourself. Yes, absolutely. You catch me doing that. I actually do this on my Marco Polos to you. You guys have heard us talk about Marco Polo. It's uh, this video messaging app. And sometimes I'll be like talking to the lady and then I see myself in the mirror and I'm like, I look so cute today. <laughs> yeah, I, I did it yesterday with that, that teal shirt I was wearing. Like, oh, this is such yeah. a cute shirt. Yeah, I mean, I do it. it. Talk yourself up. Like, why not? Just do it. It's not it's not being conceited or any of that. It's showing yourself some freaking love, you know? Like I think the world needs more of that. So yes. much. Oh my gosh. Um and then just to kind of piggyback on all that, investigate those critical negative thoughts. So when you hear those that and you know what I'm talking about, the self-talk in your head like, "Oh, you look ugly today. You look fat. You look eh, this eh. As soon as you hear it, where is this coming from? Like, what do I need to do to heal? Once you figure out, if you start inquiring, the answer might not come right away, but if you inquire, where is all this coming from? You will eventually figure out, oh my God, that one time when I was 12 and Johnny in my class told me I had hairy arms, you know? (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's, you know, like those things will come up. They'll surface once you start inquiring. And I think it's really important when you're on that self-love journey of body acceptance. Like where does all my insecurities, where does all this stem from? And then yeah. start to unpack it. And as you unpack it, you can let it go. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And that's one thing I wanted to mention too is journaling. Journaling's a great way. Um, you can write down your affirmations, you can write down your gratitude list, but if you really start practicing that, it can be really transformational um, in in developing that self-love and just feeling good in your skin and feeling good at different sizes and different weights. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Um, let's see. The last thing I'll mention here is surrounding yourself with positive people who inspire and lift you up. And that kind of goes hand in hand with unfollowing and unfriending people that drain your energy and that are always negative just get rid of them um or pause that you know mute whatever but like really build look at who's around you and who's inspiring you helping you um supporting you um i know Rhonda's one of those people um for me (laughs) Uh, but find those people and if you don't have them i'll do it for you i would love to encourage you (laughs) Um, i'm sure Rhonda, Rhonda would too yeah pick me pick me um like that's 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 what we try to do, you know, with these talks. And um, um, yeah, lifts you up, inspire, help you. Yes. Maybe you'll learn a little something. I don't know. Yes, for Hopefully. sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, I think that was such a good topic, and I'm so it glad was. that it thank was. Thank you, Kill Anne. Yes, well, I was gonna say viewer requested. Thank you. It was fun to talk about, and um, it was. yeah, and if you're interested. Um, and the how to take your measurements, I Instagram live, you can go to my page, Herculina Fit, and you can go to the IG live and go to Thursday Helpful Hints. So it's under that series and you can scroll down and find it. I forget what number it is, um, yeah. but it's then there. It's <laughs> yeah, it's there and um, it's, it's super helpful. Plus, if you're even more interested in some of that stuff, um, you can go to Facebook and I have a private Facebook group, uh, Wellness and Weights, and in there there's tons of stuff and there's a whole presentation on stuff like this. So check it out. Awesome. Yes, that was super fun. (laughs) Yes, so much fun. All right. 
I have some questions of the day. If you don't have one, I, I, I'd like I don't. To <laughs> I would love to hear your question of the day. <laughs> so I like this one. It's called the. Uh, so it's what's the most useless? U- useless. Okay. Wow. I'm combining words now. <laughs> what day is it? <laughs> what is the most useless talent you have? <laughs> useless talent. Yes, I have one. <laughs> I guess it's not really a talent, but <laughs> I can palm clap. I don't think it's useless because it made me laugh. <laughs> My kids taught me how to do that. It's the only thing I could think of. That's a really hard... I don't know. (laughs) I was not expecting that. You freaking kill me. Oh my god, I don't know if I can do my... (laughs) (laughs) Can palm clap. Try it out. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I hope that made you guys laugh too. Yeah, I'm definitely definitely crying a little bit. making the bathtub with my tongue. Oh... (laughs) I can't do that. <laughs> oh, that's like funny. Brown. That's a good one. That is that's a good hilarious. one. Pretty useless, though, right? <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, my sister could do the wave or whatever oh. with her tongue. Oh, I've seen people would, do that. Like, Yeah, and we uh-huh. do it back. I can't do the wave, okay. but I would like fill my little bathtub with orange juice or something. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> that is funny. Oh my God. <laughs> Anyways, <clears throat> yep. Thank you guys for tuning in. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good question of the day. I love it. If you guys have any fun, useless talents, please yeah. drop let them in the comments. Yeah, let us know. We would love to um, love to hear about it. <laughs> and as always, if you guys have any topics you want covered, please let us know. Um, fitness, nutrition mindset all those things fall under the pillars you know anything you got we'd love it yes fantastic yes. thank you so much for joining us this was super fun yes. thank and we'll you. see you next week yes. <laughs> bye. All right, bye guys bye <laughs>